This is Revisiting Haven. Hey Havenites, this is Amy J with uh, Amy S as usual. Hi, this is Amy S, the other Amy. Hey guys, so we are here because the Haven DVD has come out for season four and we have some things going on, so we're gonna share all that. Uh, so Amy, why don't you start with what's going on? Okay, I just have a couple bits of news, not, not a lot to go over. Um, well, we know that Sean Pillar tweeted that they wrapped up 513 and part of 514 and they'll be starting hiatus, I think, Friday the 29th. Um, or the, perhaps the uh, hiatus starts the next day on Saturday. Um, so they are halfway through the 26 episodes. It's amazing. I know. It's crazy, huh? And um, Lucas and Emily did a conference call with some of the press and media. Um, so hopefully some of the fans were able to see all that uh, Twitter information and see what uh, their answers were. And uh, I'm sure Amy will have a link up as soon as uh, the transcripts are up from that uh, interview uh, conference call so all the fans can see exactly what Lucas and Emily had to say. Um, and we know a lot of the, the press and the media were soliciting fan questions, so it'll be fun if uh, some of the Twitter folks we know had their questions answered. It's so exciting because it also shows that prom promo promo uh, promotion for this is ramping up. Yeah, I mean... Good point. That is exciting. So I think as fans, we're going to get more info, obviously. And we also know for those who have been on Twitter a bit lately that a lot of the same press and media and bloggers, they've seen the screener of episode 501. And I have to say, they've all tweeted really fun things about how awesome it is. So, you know, it's going to be great. You won't be disappointed. Yeah, I want to say I haven't yeah. seen one uh, negative one. No, I mean, they, they, uh, all the tweets, they seem genuinely excited about, you know, this episode and, and the fact that Hayden's going to be back. So that's, uh, I love it. It's awesome. It's very exciting. And we're, we're so close to our 501, you know, debut. I'm not sure what day people are listening to this, but, uh, we're, we're very close. I think we're, we're less than right 15 days. Two, yeah. Right about the two week mark. Yeah. Yeah. So it's coming up. Uh, by the time this thing goes up, it'll definitely be at least two weeks. So, cool. Exciting Yay, times. We got, yeah, we got the DVD. We made it to that date. Now our next milestone, obviously, is the major one of episode 501. Yes. And, you know, there are things to keep you occupied. You have the DVD set for season four. The comic book, which we will talk about in a minute. And the other thing that's coming up is the 12 Days of Haven which let me mention it now it's going to be it's going to start 12 days before the premiere i believe saturday the 30th oh so yes the 30th marks 12 days before the premiere <laughs> it all comes together you know when amy and i record this it's very late at night so forgive yes. us <laughs> thank you for listening and putting up with us <laughs> uh so the 12 days of haven are 12 days of giveaway and it's very easy to enter let me say up front, anyone in the U.S. can play. Okay. Anyone outside of the U.S. can play if you are over 18 and you can pay for your own shipping. Okay, and I have to apologize for that because this is run just by me, myself, and I. And I'm not rich. And so it, yeah. 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 international shipping can, can be a bear 
Well, I just want to say, Amy, thank you for doing that. It's very kind of you to, you know, take that cost out of your own pocket um, for the U.S. shipping. But I'm sure the fans understand that, uh, you know, shipping outside of the U.S. is going to be rather costly for you to, you know, thank you. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, And and I appreciate you guys even paying attention to this. Um, But the reason it's 18 and over is because you have to be kind of of age and foreign laws and all that. So you have to be of age, essentially, and pay for your own shipping via PayPal. Um, So go ahead and enter. But if you win and I contact you and you're out of country and you can't pay for the shipping, then I got to invalidate your win and announce someone else. So everyone can play, but keep in mind, um, international folks... You got to help me out with the shipping. Right. Okay. And Amy, is it just uh, one prize per person? Yeah. So that's the other thing. To make it fair to everyone, assuming more than 12 people play, there will be 12 unique winners. So if you win on the 12th day, you don't have to play for the rest of them unless nobody else plays because you can only win once. Right. Yeah. So I guess you could try playing because if nobody else plays then yeah, I'm going to have to give you the prize. But, (laughs) right, so if only two people play and you play for every day, then you can get, then you can win more than once. But (laughs) I'm trying for 12 unique people. So keep that in mind and it's going to be first prize that you win. So are are you going to share what the prizes are or do we have to wait till it's posted and visit the website? You know, I I, I think we can share a little bit. I can share a little bit. Um, I'm not going to share the days because I can't even remember that all the top of my head. We have... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we have uh, season four posters. Season we have a comic book poster from uh, season four that Nick did. Uh, Nick Parker and was drawn by. This uh, is it Roger? I think it's Roger. I'm like looking at the comic book now. I'm like, where is Roger it? Robinson? Yes, Roger Robinson, who uh, illustrated it. We have uh, a poster signed by them, and we have a Haven hat. We have a signed Haven hat. We have a signed season three DVD. We have a regular season three DVD. And I think I have two season three posters, which are huge. Let me tell you, they're huge. Um, yes, if, if you win those and you want to hang those up, be prepared. They're like... They're huge. Pretty, like, the measurement be, is yeah, the measurement yeah. is on the website. But um, those are, are kind of the ideas and things that, that, that I can do. Um, if I am able and there's a generous benefactor from the haven world that gives us something else then yeah i'll include that but right now those are the prizes awesome i love it that some of those prizes are autographed that is amazing yes so i I definitely took advantage when i was out there uh in california and had oh yeah you probably wonder who signed it the writers so everything is signed by shernald speed brian and nick perfect and actually um sean pierce signed and yeah. So all the writers plus Sean Pierce have signed That's it. That's great. There will be pictures you can see. Um, and here's here's how difficult this is. The range of the contests are polls. You okay. have to tweet. You, I think you may have to like the Haven page. I don't know if I included that one. And um, the two big prizes, I think the first and the last or something like that, there is... You have to tell me what you're looking forward to or speculation about season five. So it's well, not think, really hard. No, that sounds cool. I mean, I like, um, I know we love 
getting involved with the show and the fan engagement and getting excited about it. It sounds like it's going to be a fun contest. You know, it, it's going to be whatever you guys want it to be, really. So if you want to have fun with it, have fun with it. That's all I can say. So, okay, so everybody enter and good luck to everybody. Yes, good luck to everyone. The only one excluded from this is, I guess, me. Because I already <laughs> have this stuff. But everyone else, you are free to play. Uh, uh, even if you're on Haven, because I don't know that. So play away. Um, and then, so we are going to talk now about the DVD set, the comic book. And just as an FYI, we hope to have an interview with Nick Parker who wrote this comic. Yes, the author of the season four comic. We hope to have an interview with him soon. It may follow this interview. It may be in a bit, but we're going to try and reach out and see if it can make that happen. So cross your fingers there. But uh, let's talk about this DVD real quick. Oh my gosh, all the extras on the DVD. It's just wonderful. I mean, it, well, okay, let's start at what really matters, the pancake scene. <laughs> The scene that everybody had asked for, if nothing else proves that the power of social media, the power of asking, uh-huh. uh, it's this. I mean, it's like the, exactly the power of the fandom. And thank you to E1 for putting it on the DVD in response to all the requests and the tweets, and they were listening. Absolutely. So you guys asked for it, they put it on, and it's like 34 seconds or something like that. Uh-huh. And it's great. It's cute. Now, listen to the commentary, and you'll see why it's not longer or why it was cut and, and whatnot. And some of you will understand, and some of you will still be upset. It happens. But right. um, it's a great scene. And also, for those who haven't seen it yet or uh, watched it directly off the DVD, it's kind of like, a yes, it's only 30 seconds or 35 seconds of the pancake scene, but they put it in um, kind of from the moment that Nathan walks into Audrey's apartment and says, I don't care who you are or what you are, I love you. It kind of starts there. And it, it goes through the scene the next morning where he's making her the pancakes. So it's really fun to watch it on the DVD. You kind of get the whole effect of, um, you know, what happened. Yes. And do it. And, and maybe we should talk about that real quick, uh, Amy, is buy the DVD set. Right. The question is, where do you buy the DVD set? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so Amy and I both decided separately we weren't going to order it online because we wanted to get it the day it was released. So we were going to go to the store, buy it, and, and enjoy the joy that this is. That plan backfired us in so many ways. And, you know, Amy, I've seen tweets. We weren't the only ones. Okay. It happened, to, it happened to a lot of people. Yeah. So let me say this. It is not readily available at Target, Walmart, or Best Buy. Best it may Buy. be at one of yours. You need to call and ask. Right. And we're talking about in the U.S. Um, I yes. think Canada might be a little different, but for us in the United States, it's not a Walmart, Target, or Best Buy for, as a general statement. Yeah. And, and keep that in mind. Um, at this point, you may want to order it online. You may get it faster through Amazon Prime or something like that. But if you are looking for a retail store in the U.S. that has it, definitely go to Barnes & Noble. Call them. Uh, I right. would say call the uh, call. If you're going to go somewhere to find this thing, call first. Save yourself some time. Exactly. Yeah, I drove I drove around uh, Tuesday to a couple stores. I was going to hit a third store, and I wasn't able to. But then I did call Barnes & Noble to at your suggestion, Amy, and mm -hmm. they had it. So I actually went to three stores before I got my hands on it. And, and, you know, I called store after store to find this thing. 
Oh, you did? I was lucky because the first Barnes & Noble I called had it. Oh, no, no. I mean, I called Target. I called Tar oh. Walmart. I called Best Buy. That's how I figured okay. from what you said also um, that Barnes & Noble would, would be an option because I knew they had a DVD section. FYE right. was my next bet after that. Okay. My next one was Fry's. I don't know if that's throughout the U.S., but that's here in uh, where I live. Yeah, that was going to be my next one was Fry's, but I don't think they had it either. Yeah, it, it's not as readily available as you would expect. So if you don't mind waiting a day, go online. Yeah, you can definitely get it from Amazon.com. Yes. So uh, E1 is not wrong. It is out and it is available. Finding it in retail stores is a little more challenging. Right. That being said, um, yeah, so we tweeted and some people wrote back to us uh, about their favorite scenes. And, you know, Haven Princess on Twitter said, of course, the pancake scene. Actually, many <laughs> of, people said... Of course, Rachel, based on your tweets uh, on Tuesday, I, I can't imagine why you'd say the pancake scene. <laughs> who knew? Um, you know, in fact, everybody seemed to like the pancake scene for some reason. What? I think we, we almost broke Twitter. You, you, I think pancakes may have been trending. Somebody should look into that. That would it, be a good thing to do. It may have been trending. Um, my Honestly, my favorite part, and we had already re received this, so it wasn't new necessarily, but I loved the behind the scenes uh, compilation they did. It's oh, on yeah, disc four. I, yeah. um, I love that because not only uh, do you see some of the people you know, right? The writers are there. Brian was uh, had a cameo. <laughs> there was a shot of Brian, Nick, Gabrielle Stanton, Matt McGinnis, Sean Pillar. You know, the cast is there, of course. But you get to see how many people it actually takes to put this show together. And it is amazing. Yeah. It's like an army of people, I think is the phrase. Yeah, there's so much involved and so many people are so dedicated to putting out a quality product, to giving us this wonderful show. They all, it is, takes an army of people just to put on that one hour show. It's crazy. It's fantastic. And you know, the thing I got, the feeling I got from this uh, behind the scenes um, reel was it was friendly. People loved working there. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I mean, that's the feel I got. So that was, <laughs> that was my favorite part. What was your favorite part? You know what? I don't know why I asked. <laughs> I'll you know, tell you later. You know I'll that moment you. when that when you ask the question, you're like, duh, the pancake scene. Um, <laughs> well, what I liked, um, well, of course, but also um, I like really love how like all the Inside Haven featurettes that were posted on SciFi.com and on YouTube uh, within a day or two after the episode aired. It's just so wonderful to have them all here together and just be able to play them all uh, consecutively. Mm -hmm. um, I love those featurettes, and I'm looking forward to getting a chance to go in and revisiting all of them. Yeah. And then, um, you know, the cast-up interviews and the panel highlights from the Comic-Cons. And I don't think they missed anything. It's Everything is on here. I'm really, really stoked about the bonus features. It's oh, plus we get commentaries. Oh, plus we get commentaries. I forgot to mention that. So the commentary pairs, for, for those who don't know, Matt McGinnis and Gabrielle Stanton did two episodes. Uh, Speed and Chernal did two episodes, and Brian and Nick did two episodes. I think that's how it broke down. I think that sounds about right. I, have, I haven't I have had a chance to review all the commentaries yet. I mean, we've only had the DVD for about 24 hours or so. Fantastic. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to digging into everything. They um, are fantastic, and you guys will enjoy it. Um, there was a question on Twitter from Pam, Home Sweet Haven, Okay. Who, who asked, um, you know, let me, let me say spoilers if I have to, but we're going to talk about 
the episode. So if you haven't watched season four, don't listen to this. <laughs> she asked, um, please discuss what Matt McGinnis and Gabrielle Stanton meant by being fine as in far as the clock of love that they said in the cave scene with Nathan and Audrey. And honestly, I think that it was actually clock up above, not okay. clock of love. Okay. And this is uh, the lighthouse, uh, 413? Yes. Okay. Um, so I think that was that. But at the same time, they were talking about something in regards to season five. So if you guys haven't heard Matt and Gab talk, do the commentary, um, it's actually kind of funny because they not only talk about what's going on in front of them, but around them as well. <laughs> So it's hilarious uh, and great. So I honestly don't know exactly what it's in reference to. So I'm curious to see what it could mean. So Pam, let's keep our eye on it. And if we hear Clock of Love mentioned at any point, let's bring it back up. Or okay, even and Clock I, I, Above. Yeah, and I'm looking forward. I'm, like I said, I'm going to have to dig into the commentaries. And when I get to that one, I'm going to have to pay special attention. But the commentaries, it's so fun to hear the writers, what you know, what went into writing that scene or that episode. Um, it's just here nice to get all that kind of inside information that only they can provide. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I know in the past, I mean, that's how I found out um, from Audrey Parker's day off that Nathan's favorite Bill Murray movie was, um, oh gosh, and now I can't remember it. Um, oh, Amy, I'm losing my thought. Oh, Groundhog Day? Well, that was his second favorite, right? Was it Caddyshack? Is that a Bill Murray movie? Was What's that? that other one? Oh, gosh, I can't remember. No, I don't. I, I don't have it. I didn't... But anyhow, that's where you find out all these little tidbits is from the commentaries on the DVDs. Yes. And, and there's this thing is chock full of them, and it's awesome to hear the things that come up from it. And I'm not going to say any more because you guys will listen to it and you'll get your own thing of what they're saying. Um, but it's great. So um, definitely check out these commentaries and everything that's going on um, in all the webisodes they did with Dark Side Seekers. Oh, yeah, it's great to have all those there, too. And it, it's fun to kind of revisit those and see how before the season even aired, they were tying in that theme. And then we got to actually see them in Haven in the shot in the dark episode. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's kind of cool how they ran that theme, you know, and then wrapped it up in an actual episode. You know what's interesting, and, and you talked about how they knew about it beforehand and tied it in. Let, that brings us to this comic. Yeah, it, the it, comic. Oh my gosh, there's so much going on in the comic. Speaking of things that tie into episodes that haven't aired yet, this comic, written by Nick Parker, Haven writer, is like, okay, I think I tweeted it, but it's it's it feels like you're watching an episode because of the fact that there are so many questions that are left at the end. Some are answered, but so many at the end. And I'm actually curious to know, I think people need to read this before they watch season five. It would be nice because it does give you background on Mara. And, and you know, we know from the previews we've seen that Audrey's gone and, you know, even Haven Harold has tweeted that. So we know for a fact that Audrey's gone and it's Mara. Um, so it's nice to see the background and where all this originated and who Mara was. You know what? Let me again say spoilers. If, if I need to say it, I'm going to say it. Spoilers. Um, but you're right. Yeah. 
You're right. So if you can get your hands on the comic prior to watching episode 501, I think it would be a good thing. So a little bit about the comic. It is... I'm not... I've... I'm trying to figure out how much to say. <laughs> now, it's the, a little mind-blowing. It answered... It kind of left me with a certain thought, but then I... This is Haven, and I don't think that what the comic book kind of tells us is necessarily definitive. I think I shared that on Twitter. Um, I think there's more to it, and I think, Amy, you've mentioned it as well. There's more to it than what's in here. And typical Haven, we've got all these questions. Okay, dang it. Um, I will post on the site the moment we start talking about this comic and you guys can either skip it or whatnot, but it's spoilers. We're talking about this comic. Okay. I can't. I, I, I just, so <laughs> you're right. There's so many things going on. So this comic is about Mara and William and everything happens. And I, I go on record officially saying that I don't think this is the whole story. Correct. Even though you read this and you're like, your heart is in your throat because you're like, no, everything I feared is true. I know, this comic book was like, like a whole big OMG. I'm yes. Like, no, no, no. Really? No, no. <laughs> and I refuse to believe that. I don't think that's the case. Yes, like, think, maybe yeah. it is the case, maybe it isn't the case. Um, but I refuse to believe that. And for anyone who has uh, spoilers for down the road or whatever, we do not acknowledge them. We are not aware of them. Please don't share them. Spoiler free? Is that the way to go? We're talking about this and I'm giving you spoilers, but I'm we're trying to, to li relive the show as it unveils. Un we're trying to live the show as it unveils. There it goes. Right. We're, we want to be surprised with all these things that happen. Um, as I think we were talking a little bit a while ago, Amy, like imagine if we knew in Ain't No Sunshine that Nathan was going to feel Audrey's kiss. Imagine if you knew that before you watched that scene. Right. The whole show would be ruined. Right. So we're, we're just asking you guys to keep the big important gigantic spoilers to yourselves please yeah. and keep it off twitter if you can because it's a little unfair to the other people now show titles and guest actors and actresses that's fair game but try to keep the big stuff away okay so knowing that i we learn a little bit more about audrey uh, audrey mara and william's relationship yes yes and so i'm we learn a little bit about who william might have been right we also learn that Audrey is trying to perfect something. Okay. Well, the troubles, right? Mara? Mara, sorry. Yeah. See, this is the thing. Yeah, there's some goal here with the troubles that we aren't really sure what it is. There's a, uh, a quote in the comic book from Mara where she says, if we're to succeed, but we don't know what she means by that. What is the definition of success? So what are they trying to succeed at? Yeah, what's the whole point of all this? And, and then we learn more about William, um, Howard. Agent Howard. So this is the interesting thing. I, th I think my revelation about Howard is more mind-blowing than the one about Mara because Agent Howard knows what's going on. And he says, he, he kills the, the, remember, spoilers. Uh, he kills that boy that was troubled. He yeah, the young, the young boy that Mara troubled. He, he snapped his neck, which I guess in the grand scheme of things and the fact that Howard and whoever is with him on his team are willing to destroy Haven if Audrey doesn't go back into the barn right. shouldn't surprise me, but okay. does at the same time with his ruthlessness. And, you know, that, that 
plays right into exactly what it says here in the comic where Howard says that um, it was never my job to worry about the why. It's not my job to ask why. I'm just here to bring justice. Mm-hmm. So he really doesn't care how he does that or perhaps who dies in the process. Now, as you're reading this comic book, again, don't listen to this if you haven't read the comic book. Um, at the end, the big reveal that he's talking to Sarah is mind-blowing to me. Okay, okay. And it's... I, yeah, I go ahead. Liked, I like that we saw, um, in, in episode 309, Sarah, we saw Sarah come out of the barn into Haven. And we kind of saw her go into the barn with Vincent Dave in 309 as well. And But now we're kind of seeing her inside the barn with Agent Howard. And we saw that with Audrey in season three. Um, the continuity and the parallels, it's, I like it. Well, I'm curious, and, and if we do get that conversation with um, Nick, is why Sarah and not Lexi? Okay. That, that um, they, they revealed that Howard is having the conversation with. So you feel that um, Sarah was told that she's being punished, but Lexi or Audrey wasn't? No, no, no. I, I don't think that at all. I just think it's interesting that they showed us that Howard ha is having this conversation with Sarah, but not Howard having the conversation with Lexi. You know, he, they obviously had to choose someone to show this conversation with. Well, he couldn't have the conversation with Lexi because he was dead, right? Who? Howard. Why? Because Nathan killed him. No, no. Le but Lexi was beforehand, right? No, no, no. So Audrey goes into the barn, right? And then, you know, Nathan says, looks at Howard and says, what about shooting you? What about killing you? And he kills Howard. Right. But that's before, that's after Lexi's generation. Yeah. That was after Lexi. Because this whole thing of, of Sarah and Howard having this conversation is taking place in 1955. Five. Or, or 56, because remember she was pregnant. So. Right, so 56. 56. So they could have chosen 1970-whatever for the conversation between Howard and Lexi if no, it happened. No, that's Lucy. That's Lucy. Why am I saying Lexi? Oh, you had, that's why I, I meant so Lucy. Confused. Yes, I meant uh -huh. Lucy. Apologies, uh -huh. everyone. Yes, Lucy. We're, okay, I can't so Amy, keep Amy, Audrey's Amy personalities straight. Well, they both start with an L. I couldn't quite figure out, Amy J., what you were talking about. Okay, <laughs> okay, Lucy, Lucy, Lucy. Yes, Lucy. Okay, now take my whole conversation and flip it. Why did Nick choose Howard to have the conversation with Sarah and not Lucy? Now it makes more sense in my head, too. Well, my, my guess would be what I just said, because we saw we saw Sarah arrive into Haven and we saw her go into the barn. We, I think there's still a lot of mystery about exactly what happened with Lucy. Mm -hmm. um, but we could come to the conclusion that Lucy did talk to Howard in the barn based on how things have gone. Um, I don't know. It makes sense to me that it's Sarah, but, but that's a good pointed question. I, maybe you'll have to ask Nick that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I want to. I mean, because it's interesting... I think when he wrote this, like, it's like an episode in the way he wrote it and the things that were revealed and yet not revealed, mm -hmm. I think it's interesting. And, um, you know. Yeah. And we do find out just how evil Mara is. We see in the comic that Mara is a lot more evil than William. Looks like it. The comic, you know, Williams, while he's not a good uh, he's not a good guy, Mara is really the evil. She is the force behind the troubles. 
Um, so that was kind of interesting. We, we get a little more definition of William through the comic. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting to see um, what Mara says and her personality. And I got to say, the more and more I read about Mara and the more we're learning from these promos and, and the comic book, I have to confess, I'm liking Mara. You like it. I like Mara. I don't that's know like, why. That's like when Nathan says to Audrey, I think it's in harmony. He goes, you like it. You like the troubles or you like the strangeness. That's actually interesting. But yes. Yes. Um, she's a badass. I mean, not to say Audrey isn't, but I mean, Mara. Hey, even, hey, even a couple of those tweets from some of the folks who have, have seen 501, I saw at least one of those tweets said Mara's a lot worse than you might expect or, um, you know, she's pretty evil. Yeah, and, you know, those... So what does this mean for Audrey? I know that there might be some redemption. Am I, is there a redemption thing going on here? What, what does this mean for Audrey? Is she going to learn that Mara was this evil? You know, it's interesting because, you know, what William sa- uh, Howard says is that Mara is being punished, and her punishment is to relive this every generation, right? And to suffer, right. essentially, mm-hmm. with the people that she is troubled right. Right, and your prison will be the barn in between times, but yes, yeah. you will have to live with these people that you've afflicted. and Live amongst those you've yeah. hurt, or whatever. Right. And so it's two things that strike me with this conversation between Mara, or Howard and Sarah, about what happens in the flashback that is being shown. One, Howard snaps the neck. Wow. Okay, so clearly you can't fix the troubles, because right. you would have fixed it if you could. Okay. Shows something about uh, what Mara's done and how irreversible it is even by those who can. Mm-hmm. And two, uh, you know when you have the... Tonight is not my night. Um, <laughs> this will not go down as our best podcast. I already had one of those that were bad. but It's late, it's late and it's been a long week if uh, speaking for myself. So. Oh, right. So it's come to me. So two, um, Agent Howard's words to Sarah was so what um, Sarah asked so what happens next Howard goes we try again okay why does he say we try again why does he say you go back in we do this is next like is there something else that's supposed to happen that hasn't been said in this comic that we're we're not getting you know okay okay so I'm curious to see if uh, there's more to it yeah, we try again. We try what again? Just sending me out into Haven again? Or what's the goal of sending me into Haven? It didn't work this time, so we try again? Yeah, it's... Um... Is it is it the fact that she needs to kill somebody? Is that, okay, we're going to try and see if you can fall in love and kill that person. Right. And stop the troubles. But she doesn't learn that from Howard. Audrey learns that from James. But she learns it. The, the thing is, she does learn it somehow. Somehow... Yeah. The the information is passed. So is it the fact that she has to figure it out and it has to be told to her or the process is that she learns it and she has to do it? Yeah, and we try again because you didn't do it. Right. We try, we try again because you didn't learn it. I mean, was Sarah in love with anybody? Um, I like to think she was in love with Nathan, but we know she was only with Nathan for like a day. Right. Um, but, you know, she did say in Magic Hour Part 2, I have always loved you. I, I have always loved you. I always will. So. It's it's interesting. Yeah. So, um, 
Yes. It's very, it's very open-ended. We try again. You could interpret that in many different ways. The whole thing, it just, so many questions. Like, what is Mara doing? Is William just her assistant? Kind of like to her Frank, Frankenstein. Um, Frankenstein was the monster, but... Doctor somebody? Yeah, the doctor that created Frankenstein. Is William just the assistant to the doctor? You know, but, so yeah. I mean, does he think... play a part? William's kind of out of the picture, though. I mean, I don't disagree with that. But okay. what I'm saying is, he was kind of like how I said you were mindless in what happened. Well, okay, so then Mara did this by herself. I'm having a hard time with that. Yes, I want to know. I am still of when I very first read the comic. I'm like, oh god, she did it. She's evil. It's her. And yes, but there is still the question of why. Why did she do this? Is she under somebody's influence? Is she, um, you know, is somebody using her to commit the troubles and she's not aware of it? Is she a victim? I mean, what is the genesis here? What is really going on? Why is she doing this? And I'm not saying that it couldn't be Mara uh, who had these thoughts. She could mm -hmm. be just that evil. That's... Yes, Fine, exactly. that's entirely possible. And maybe this is not only a love story, um, but Haven is also a redemption story. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I am just, I am just been wondering for so long how Audrey is going to reconcile herself with everything that Mara has done. Yeah. I mean, I think we've got obviously 26 episodes for this to play out, but that is to me the key theme or the key question of what's going to be happening um, in the upcoming episodes. I just, oh, ooh, so exciting. <laughs> And on that note, we're going to end because um, I think it's long as is. We will catch you guys on the next podcast. See you later. This is Revisiting Haven.